Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It was a coup attempt. We were almost on the brink of a Russian civil war. Or at least that's what we're being told. So what actually happened between the Wagner Group and Russian forces? We'll talk to one woman who says that she believes it's a false flag operation. So why would Putin do that? What does it mean? And why does she say that? Rebecca Koffler will be joining the show. She's a strategic military intelligence analyst who served as a Russian doctrine and strategy specialist in the Defense Intelligence Agency. She's also the author of the book, Putin's Playbook. She's been on the show before. She's going to break this all down for us. You know, what really happened between Prigozhin, the leader of the Wagner Group, and Russian forces? Stay tuned. Rebecca, it's great to have you back on the show. I appreciate you making the time. Of course. Happy to be here with you on your audience, Lisa. You know, so Rebecca, we all watched what is being called, you know, a Russian civil war, a coup attempt. What do you think actually happened between the Wagner Group and Russian forces? The first thing that I want to say is that I wouldn't trust Putin, Prigozhin, uh, any more than I would trust the U.S. intelligence community or the uh, mainstream uh, media. My intelligence assessment tells me uh, that what we just saw is uh, a false flag operation orchestrated by Russian intelligence uh, with Putin's approval and uh, uh, in coordination with Prigozhin, uh, Belarusian uh, President Lukashenko, and uh, a few in the know in the Russian establishment. That is exactly what happened. It's uh, it's PSYOP. It's what we call in the intelligence business is a, a false flag 
psychological operation or in Russian intelligence parlance, it's, uh, it's maskirovka, uh, deception. And it's consistent with the Russian uh, doctrine of reflexive control uh, that was specifically designed to keep your adversary off balance and to uh, confuse the adversary to the point of paralysis, where the adversary starts making decisions counter to his interests. That's what we've seen and um, uh, exactly what's happening uh, right now. The U.S. media is confused. President Biden is confused, who just a few uh, minutes ago announced that Putin is losing the war in Iraq. Um, no one can make any sense of information that we're being bombarded. No, we're not being told the truth. Some are saying that this tarnishes Putin's image back home, does it? No, never, not back home. Uh, in the West, yes, uh, it does tarnish his image. The Western media is screaming, how weak Putin is, etc. But it's quite the opposite in Russia. The Russians don't think like Americans. Uh, they think like Russians. Um, so the Russians are actually praising Putin right now for, and I quote, for chasing away the traitors Right. So Putin, right after the so-called coup, uh, made the address to the Russian people in which he invoked the 1917 revolution. Um, and there's very few, um, there are very few things that one can say to a Russian that would sound more scary than a revolution. So what Putin has, uh, told the Russians that, uh, there could have been a coup right, that there was a coup, and uh, that coup potentially would destabilize uh, Russia, and uh, the Russian people need to rise up and uh, to tighten their belt to force some additional sacrifices. Remember, uh, Putin needs additional troops to throw into the meat grinder in Ukraine. Uh, because he's hemorrhaging forces. So he just invoked the illegal regime consistent with martial law. It's called counterterrorism operations. So, and the Russians are all behind him. Uh, they bought the, the narrative that the West, and I quote Putin right now, the West entire military, economic, and uh, informational machine is deployed against Russia. They want to... They want, um, they're seeking Russia's strategic defeat. And it's consistent what President Biden himself has said. Putin cannot remain in power. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said that um, U.S. will provide support to Ukraine because we want to weaken Russia militarily and economically to the point where it's no longer a threat. So the Russians, of course, um, you know, believe what both President Biden and his leaders are saying and what Putin is saying. And so they're behind Putin right now. Putin came out victorious uh, out of this. Um, so, so, yeah, that's the situation in Russia. Prigozhin has criticized Russian military leaders, including calling top brass uh, traitorous. Is the tension there real? If it is, why? There is some real tension there. Uh, Prigozhin 
um, believes that the Russia war is not being uh, prosecuted with the effectiveness that it could have been. Uh, he's making a contrast between his battle-hardened fighters and um, what he calls the children. Um, by that, he means the 18-year-olds that have been drafted hastily by uh, Secretary of Defense, or rather, a <laughs> Minister of Defense, uh, the Russian one, Shoigu. And so uh, he's trying to stir up the pot in order to have Shoigu and possibly Gerasimov, Valery Gerasimov, who's the chief of the Russian general staff. He's trying to get them removed. So uh, remember, the Wagner Group fighters are recruited from prison. They are convicts, but uh, they receive training, very uh, professional training, at the same facilities that the Russian military intelligence does, the GRU. Uh, it's in Moykina and uh, in Krasnodar, just uh, a few kilometers uh, from Moscow. So the Wagner Group is an extension of the Russian state. Uh, it has been created with the specific purpose of conducting paramilitary operations all across the globe. And so what Prigozhin does, uh, wants is he wants more power. He wants uh, Shoigu and Gerasimov out. He wants them replaced with a more professional uh, folks, specifically Shoigu. Shoigu uh, does not even come from the military. The only reason why he became the Minister of Defense is because Putin appointed him and he gave him the military rank. He's not liked within the Russian military. And so, yes, there is some real tension, and uh, but Putin needs some sort of excuse to change the, uh, the leadership or some in the Russian defense establishment without having a black eye. He needs a pretext for that. And so that's exactly what's going on right now. There is uh, there is some, uh, you know, purging going on, uh, but Putin, um, you know, now has the justification to remove those who are, uh, quote unquote, disloyal to him, to, to him, uh, with the loyal uh, people who are competent to finish this war. To, uh, to the end, because Putin, remember, he has um, elections coming up on March 17th. So he wants this done quickly, the Russia-Ukraine war. And he deployed the, just the right narrative targeting both um, Russian audiences and U.S. audiences. And he's uh, quite successful uh, at that. Well, I did find it interesting that there were people like Adam Kinzinger cheering what happened on, because if they want regime change... Is it really someone like Prigozhin that you want in that change, right? Is is do you want someone who is a, a warlord for hire who you know viciously and ruthlessly kills people for a living in control of nuclear weapons? I mean, you know, sure, Putin's bad, agree, but is Prigozhin better in their eyes? Absolutely not. Prigozhin uh, is part well, truly they they just like a peas in the pot, right? Those two go back uh, 20 years. Um, Prigozhin served uh, Putin food and drink. And uh, isn't that interesting that uh, somebody whom Putin trusts, Putin is very paranoid about poisoning, obviously, you know, because he routinely uh, uh, 
authorizes poisonings and other types of assassinations, including on U.S. soil. Um, so, um, and there's somehow a fallout right now uh, between the two. And uh, interestingly, uh, Putin is not sending the uh, Mercador, which is uh, an um, an idiomatic expression for sending an assassin. Mercador was the uh, Spanish assassin uh, who um, tried to murder Trotsky, um, another you know de- defector, dissenter, whatever. So, um, so yeah, that's the uh, Adam Kinzinger is. Is, is very dangerous because if there's something that um, is more dangerous than having Putin, you know, the finger on the nuclear button, um, it's Prigozhin, right? Russia is in possession of um, the world's largest nuclear arsenal with uh, more than 6,000 warheads. A lot of them are pointing to your homeland. And uh, do you really want somebody like Prigozhin running around in Belarus, of all, of all places, right, that just became the recipient of uh, of a wonderful gift um, from Putin, tactical nukes. And right now, both Prigozhin, who's the commander of the world's most vicious um, mercenary group, the Wagner Group, uh, that's right now heading to Belarus to join Prigozhin there. Putin just gave them you know, the okay to uh, to go to Belarus. And so Gorsian, Putin's nukes, and the Wagner Group are now in Belarus in, in the line of direct threat to NATO's eastern flank, okay? And you know who understands perfectly uh, the threat and what just happened, even though President Biden is completely oblivious uh, to this? Um Lithuanian president. Lithuanian president is calling to beef up NATO's eastern flank uh, because what we have right now there is a combat-ready strategic reserve, uh, Wagner fighters potentially opening the second front, threatening both Ukraine and NATO flank. Who is winning the war right now between Ukraine and Russia? China. China is winning uh, the war. Uh, neither Russia nor Ukraine are technically winning, right? Uh, Russia is not winning because it's hemorrhaging uh, manpower. And um, uh, the Russian demographics is such that um, losing young, child-producing males is not a good thing for Russia. Uh, in terms of strategic uh, victory. Russia is achieving its objective. I wouldn't say that they're winning, but Putin's achieving his objective of preventing Ukraine from joining NATO. as That's his red line, right? Because NATO is an adversarial alliance with the collapse of the Soviet Union, the uh, strategic security perimeter that uh, Russia views Ukraine as part of has reduced from 1,000 miles to 100 miles, right? And Putin cannot afford that. Putin cannot afford this adversarial alliance on its borders and his, his backyard. No more than we would allow China or Russia or Iran or someone else to get as close as 
uh, Canada or Mexico, right? So in that respect, you can say that uh, Putin is winning, but um, he is not securing a clear military victory. Ukraine is clearly losing. Ukraine has, in fact, lost already. Ukraine has ceased to exist as an independent state. How so? The United States is providing an equivalent of Ukraine's entire gross domestic product for 2021, which was $196 billion. And the U.S. either has uh, provided already or committed to provide in um, military hardware or in plain cash, right, uh, to Kiev to prop up that regime and to continue this war. So Ukraine is not independent. Its industrial base is destroyed. The Russian uh, missile strike destroyed it. Its agricultural base is destroyed. Agriculture is uh, what Ukraine was basically, you know, living on, right? It doesn't, it, it produces uh, agricultural products on which uh, much of Europe and the rest of the world depend. And so none of that is now contributing to the domestic, gross domestic product uh, in Ukraine. And so um, we, we have to help them. And in fact, how convenient BlackRock and, uh, and some other, you know, J.P. Morgan have uh, raised their hands and said, of course, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, we're going to help out. So, um, but, uh, but yes, until Ukraine becomes an independent state, and there's no ongoing uh, conflict, right? And there's territorial integrity that is restored. Ukraine cannot become part of NATO. So in that sense, Putin has won, Ukraine has lost, but China is the biggest winner because China is seeing top of its geopolitical adversaries uh, go at it, destroying their own combat arsenals, right? U.S. and Russia are in a proxy war. And so China benefits from it because China is getting ready to uh, invade Taiwan in the next uh, year or two. And uh, the war gaming has shown, I'm sure you know this, but um, if the U.S. were to go to war with China, we would lose we would deplete all of our long-range missiles in a matter of days, less than a week. So we are right now in the hole in terms of 155-millimeter uh, ammo. We, we don't have the basic munitions to prosecute that war because we have depleted our um, supplies and we are incapable of replenishing them because our production capacity is just limited. Because unlike Russia and China, who did transition on a wartime footing, you know, in terms of the economy, uh, we haven't because theoretically we're in a war. Practically, we are in a proxy war because we keep pumping in the top secret military hardware into Ukraine uh, and um and, and we don't have any for us. Like imagine, I, there's no scenario that right now I can imagine that U.S. is under attack, that we actually have to, you know, uh, have our own munitions, but we have all of those commitments, including to NATO, including to uh, Taiwan to defend them. And we would definitely lose those wars if uh, we were to step in and help our allies. Before we go, Rebecca, 
When does this end? It will end uh, when the U.S. will step in and uh, some cooler heads will prevail and we say enough because uh, without us, we can't, uh, Ukraine cannot continue military operations, right? Um, so um, Putin, however, has no incentive to end this war because the outcome of this war is existential for him. He will continue fighting until uh, the West understands that he needs that strategic security perimeter, right? He can't have Ukraine and NATO. Uh, Zelensky has no incentive uh, because he has staked his entire reputation. I mean, look, he, he's a star right now. He's playing wartime president on TV. He's mesmerizing the entire uh, world. He would lose all of this, right? You know, his wife is on the cover of fashion magazines. I mean, the guy's aiming for a Netflix contract and, uh, and a movie where he's going to play himself, right? A wartime president. Neither Putin nor Zelensky are incentivized, right? Uh, Biden is the one who has to step in uh, in order to stop the slaughter of Ukraine. And unfortunately, Biden, it looks like right now, he's ready to um, to keep this fight until the last Ukrainian. And unfortunately, the, uh, the Russians just simply have in, uh, so much more uh, population-wise to throw into their meat grinder. The, Rus- uh, the Russians have 143 million people and uh, Ukraine 43. So, right, so the manpower is just such that Russia holds advantage both militarily and manpower-wise. And so someone, you know, has to step in. Uh, Cooler heads need to prevail uh, or else uh, you never know where this conflict goes, right? Putin, you know, keeps threatening the nukes. He's repositioned the nukes uh, to threaten NATO's um, Eastern flank, and Biden himself actually acknowledged that the threat of nuclear Armageddon is real. So it's incomprehensible to me that he would continue fueling this war if he thinks that uh, the nuclear threat is real. It makes no sense. But again, Biden is compromised in terms of his cognitive ability. I mean, again, today he said Putin is losing the war in Iraq. I mean, and this is not the first. Uh, the first sort of uh, cognitive um, sign of cognitive decline. So someone else, if not Biden, I don't know who's actually in charge there in the White House. It's clearly not Biden, but somebody needs to realize where this is going, that the threat of nuclear escalation is indeed real, and this war needs to end today. I hope that happens. Uh, Rebecca Koffler, thanks for joining the show and breaking down a complicated issue. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, Lisa. That was Rebecca Koffler. Appreciate her insight and breaking this all down for us. I want to thank you guys at home for listening every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa.
Delta. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.